So before we get started into our review, I would like to tell everybody that I know this is probably the point where maybe some of the people listening have seen this, but I'm guessing that most people have not. Most people in general, even horror movie fans, probably have not seen Amityville 4 The Evil Escapes. I would assume not, yeah. But this movie is free, completely 100% free to watch on a service called Tubi. Yep. Get it through like your little, if you have a TV with like some sort of streaming. If you have a smart TV, if you have a Roku, if you have a Fire Stick. You might be able to get it on your fucking phone. Definitely. Definitely on your phone, on your laptop, anything. And I want you guys to watch this movie. You've got to check it out. Before our review. Yeah. Before our review, our review is not going to do it justice. We're going to talk about everything we loved, everything we didn't like, but yeah, come back go, here. Go watch this movie. Go watch the movie. Enjoy it because it's it's. You're gonna we'll, have we'll a talk good about time. It. You're gonna have a good time, but uh, then come back to us and pretend like you're talking to real people uh, and not a recording of them. You pretend can, like you're talking to your you two good put, buddies, Matt and yeah. Gratton. Anyway, without further ado. Welcome to Only in Amityville, episode four, <laughs> The Evil Escapes. <laughs> but I, I want to start by saying each movie has had like a small time celebrity in each mm-hmm. one of them. And yeah. it seems like each movie gets a less popular celebrity. <laughs> yeah, so more in and more fir- inconsequential. In the first one, we had Rod Steiger, who I understand was a well-respected actor in his time. He was. He was very good in uh, in The Heat of the Night. He was awesome in that. Very good. He was in Amityville Horror. He sure was. Then Amityville 2 rolls up, and we've got Burt Young. That's right. He played Polly. Uh, Arguably the best character of the Rocky franchise. Yeah, debatably. Objectively. He's, he's played a, a few other, in a few other, like, pretty well-received movies. I haven't seen him. He There was, like, a baseball movie he was in, I think. Then we got Lori Loughlin. Yeah. Right? Famous for Full House. Famous. That's, that's already scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Famous for uh, uh, committing a fraud. Right. And being put in prison, in white people prison. So now... Four movies deep and the biggest celebrity. I don't even know her real name. I don't even know her character's name, but I know she's Spock's mommy. Sprock. Well, she's a human. Her name's probably like Elizabeth. Sprock. And Spock's last name is... No, Spock is his last name. His first name is Emero. Oh, yeah, I remember. Emero Spock. Emero Spock, yeah. And so her last name must be Spock. That's right, by marriage. Emero Spock. Uh, No, Emero Spock. She's Elizabeth Spock. Yeah, and she because she used to be Elizabeth Smith or something. Uh, John Spock. Yeah, married her. <laughs> David Spock. David, David O. Spock. Spock. <laughs> He's Irish. Yeah. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that each one of these movies has a a less famous, most famous yeah. person. In it. I don't know where the fuck to go from here. Uh, Just people you know personally, I guess. Maybe. I mean, like that. Uh, maybe, maybe people you think you recognize, but you just don't. Maybe the uh, those suits from A Scanner Darkly, where you can't even tell who it is. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the the ultimate end of it. Before just nobody. 
Yeah, that would be cool. A personless Amityville movie. So I wanted to talk about the Amityville curse. We haven't talked about the movie curse. No, we haven't. For a while. But to bring us back around, there's a, a kid in this movie. And I'm sorry to any Star Trek fans listening. He played some fucker on Deep Space Nine or something. But he's ugly yeah. as a kid. And I knew just by looking at him, I was like, this is the kind of guy that's dead. Look, I looked him up, and sure enough, he died last year. Yep. So he's dead. Amityville curse. Right? He go. wasn't that old. He really wasn't. He was maybe 50. Now, hear me out. Spock's mom, dead. Oh, God. The lady that played the mom in this movie? Definitely dead. Dead. Grandma? Dead. All the old women in this movie, which is something that I'd love to get into shortly, dead. Uh... Polly, Burt Young, he's still with us, but soon to be dead. <laughs> soon to be dead. <laughs> the but cat. There's a good dead. chance that when this podcast comes out, he'll be dead. Really, Burt Young? Yeah, maybe he's pretty old, but, uh, but like Rod Steiger, dead. Yes, Lori Lachlan, not dead, but I think it's safe to assume that the Amityville house caused her to pay a guy to try to get her daughter into college. So this curse is looking more serious by the minute. It's only getting worse. So I've got some trivia for this movie. Do you want to hear it now? Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Okay, so I looked it up. Some interesting... It actually does have some interesting trivia. Really? So first, this was written and directed by Sanders Stern. Colonel Sanders Colonel Sanders Stern. Mm -hmm. And he actually wrote the original, the the script for the original Amityville movie. Really? Yep. Huh. This was a made-for-TV movie. So he just adapted the book into a screenplay, right? He didn't write yes. the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie is also based off of a book. Really? That's another part of the trivia. Uh, while the credits suggest the film is based on John G. Jones's book of the same name, the book is actually a collection of short stories, and none of the stories were adapted for the film. Instead, a new story with similar elements to those in the book was created. Okay. Well, all right. I mentioned last episode that that house that they used, that was the last movie they would get to use that house for. Right. This new Amityville house, fake Amityville house, was actually in California. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> all this shit, you can just tell by the light, it's California. The cinematographer had never shot a, a made-for-TV movie before. Huh. That's pretty much it. The, mm. One of them says that there are two Star Trek actors in this, which we've already covered. Not that oh, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not that crazy. Fucking. You watch enough stuff, and you're gonna. There's gonna be anything from the '90s. will have two Star Trek actors. Then anything. It. Anything. Anything. Anything that's television. And, yeah. You know. It will have two, at least two Star Trek actors, maybe more. Matt, would you like to introduce the movie? Yeah, uh, so this movie's called Amityville for the Evil Escapes. Is there a four in the official title, or? The movie itself is called, called Amityville, Amityville for the Evil Escapes, but on screen, it only says Amityville, the Evil Escapes. Okay, so, so yeah, I guess this is distributed as Amityville 4 or something. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, what should I, should I uh, talk about the plot? Uh, should I bring that up real quick? Sure. Um, okay, so this movie, uh, we, we're veering off. Uh, this is like what I feel like will be the first like serious break 
from the house concept. Yeah, it's the first um, not in Amityville, Amityville yeah, movie. This is a clear, it's something I, I, I figured was inevitable. For the house, like you can only do so much with a haunted house, and they were really pushing it with that last one. Mm-hmm. You know, so obvious what you, obviously what you need to do is get things that are tangentially related to the house. Mm-hmm. So this is our first stop on that road, and uh, we get a lamp that we've never seen before. Right, I certainly don't remember. At least uh, it's like looks like it's made out of wood. I think they call it a brass lamp. Yeah, it looks like it's trying to look like a tree. Yeah, it's really weird. It's got like this big fat globe at the top of it. The yard sale at the beginning of this movie is loosely based off of the yard sale where they got rid of all the Lutz's furniture. Really? Yeah. Shit, so the Lutz's didn't take any, they didn't go back for their furniture or anything? No. They, oh, wow. they left everything. Wow. Wow. So that's sort of what we start with. And to introduce this concept, we, we go, first of all, all these movies start with like, I don't know if it's like a tradition, if they, if it's like they think they're Halloween or something where they start with the same like sort of opening credit type shot, you know, Halloween has that, you know, the jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this has, uh, we just sort of slowly pan around the house. Yeah. Uh, around a section of the house and you pretend that it's scary. Right. Uh, so we start off with that credits roll, and we really go in hard uh, with a bunch of uh, like we were calling them priest team six. Yeah. Uh, go. It's just this group of priests just like pull up to the house, and they go in there with holy sh- with holy water shakers in one hand and crucifixes in the other, and they're just gonna go in and bless this house. They're storming the house. Yeah. To bless it. These guys are so effective, they, I don't know why we didn't send them to kill Osama. Right. You know, they, I mean, we could have just blessed him mm-hmm. or baptized him or something. We didn't have to kill him. So what did you think about this first, <laughs> first scene? It's fucking, it, I love it. It's a perfect tone setting thing for the movie because it's so wacky. I totally agree. It's like they just go in and it's like they're all like, oh. But they I'm take it completely blessed. seriously. They, they really do. Like they really aren't hamming it up quite. Mm-hmm. It really comes off in this the what you really want from a shitty movie is where they have no idea how fucking dumb this is. Right. Uh I can imagine a screenwriter being like this is kind of fucking badass. Like let's go right in and bless the whole house. That's kind of the yeah. attitude though that I would or at least I would like to think that I would have going into write an Amityville movie because you've already seen like it gets so fucking crazy in these movies. Mhm. And it's like you kind of have to start out at that level of craziness right? to not only meet the standards of the other ones, but just to kind of also acknowledge the other ones. Mm-hmm. Not not just that the events happened in the other ones because it doesn't do that, but you know shit's going to get crazy and it's just kind of a little nod to the audience like, yeah, the universe in this world is already taking it that seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... But I really love the, the imagery of like these fucking all it's like yeah. five or six guys might be more and they just storm the house and they go yeah. into each room blessing it and yeah. it's it's some really... of them are getting tossed around this one guy gets like a it's there's one great part where he walks into like a children's bedroom and he's blessing stuff and then this little like uh rocking chair floats up mm-hmm. and he's like tries to you know say some latin to it and then it just kind of slowly and he gets he gets like smacked with it a little and he's like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it it's super great. It's so fun. Uh, it's and, really cool. 
It's really great. It, it really is like kind of a cool, fun idea. Like it's either this or another boring ass haunted house movie. Right. It's another. You know? Now I I really liked this, but I think the last one, the last, or I know the last one ended with the house completely exploding. Yeah. And I uh, I do think they missed their opportunity to have you know uh you know how in the child's play movies. When Chucky gets killed at the end of one movie, they'll start the next one up by them <laughs> rebuilding him. Right. They completely missed out on making a sequence where a thunderstorm happens. Opening credits, the thunderstorm, a, stun- a thunderstorm kicks up around the the shambles of the Amityville house. Right, the ruins. And wind starts blowing and lightning striking. And the fucking pieces start coming back together. Ooh, they start flying okay. in place. Yeah. These little... They can like rip it apart with like wind, a miniature apart with wind, and then play it in reverse. Something. Yeah. They could, or, you know, just have like stakes of wood in the ground and yank them out with strings. Right. And then play that in reverse. But mm. all this shit starts floating, or not floating, but getting dragged across the yard. Yeah. And yeah there the you support go. beams start coming back up. Yeah. The windows, the you know, all the ash and stuff starts getting washed away. Mm-hmm. The storm starts calming down at the very end of the credits, oh. and the house looks brand fucking new. What if uh, at the very end, lightning strikes the house, and then the windows glow? Oh, the lights turn on? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But wouldn't that be such a fucking cool- That would be. A cool opening yeah. after the Amityville house fucking blows up. That'd be a good way to be just like, fuck it. it dude, it's crazy at back. this yeah. point. It's no. that crazy it, at this they point. They went fucking batshit at the end of the other one. I don't know. So it brings up the question. I think they're sort of pseudo ignoring it. No, it's it's a total you know, retcon yeah, of that it, last they're, movie. They're sort of just ignoring it. Uh, I don't know how- I don't know how much- these movies were considered a series at this point over if even the same I know Dilo De Laurentiis was made the second and third one but or produced you know whatever but um I, I think after the second one or a- anything after the first one nobody gave a shit yeah but I'm saying like is it by the same like studio or anything I don't think I, so yeah I, I think it's just like an idea I think that, the second two were really yeah well yeah because it's Dilo but the this one was the first one not produced for the screen if that makes any sense apparently right. there's an r-rated home video cut and i don't know of if this yeah i don't know if that's the one we watched but there was part of the trivia was the director who was also the writer and the writer of the first movie really huh. uh he said he doesn't recall filming any of the parts with blood because uh, it was it was made for TV and they weren't allowed to film any of that. Right. And he said that he thinks that a separate team went in and shot all of that. I just like a fucking, after the movie was already made. A B crew, yeah, just went in. Wow, uh, who cares? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So the priests go in, they bless this place, and then one guy at the very end, a young priest who's just attractive enough to be a main character, he starts blessing uh this ugly ass lamp. That's got, yeah, like we said, it's got a big fluorescent bulb at the top, mm-hmm. like little like brass ruffles coming out from under it, and then like two like tree-like branches. I can't tell if it's brass or wood, but uh, yeah. these two tree-like branches coming out from, and they also have these little like pinched bulbs coming off of them. And he starts trying to bless it, and uh, uh, 
one of the immediately what what is it what does it do okay so the through the uh it's plugged in and the demon goes through the cord and the way that they show this that the way i guess it's, it's like, like the a demon, cartoon yeah it's like a little bubbled part of the uh of the of the cord and it like goes up into it's like the the demon or whatever is physically occupying a, a small area of space <laughs> yeah like a little golf ball sized space and it's coming out of like imagine like the looney tunes back in action yeah how you would show something coming out of a wall into a lamp it just goes and inflates a part of the cord and that part just goes up like you're sucking something through a straw mm-hmm, and it goes mm-hmm. into the lamp and that's the demon going from inside if going from the house into the lamp. So I don't know if demons occupy electrical circuitry. Don't I don't know. know. We could never know. So, and then a demon face shows up in this big bulb, and it's, like, really fucking kind of shittily superimposed. Yeah. Uh, and then... It looks like an orc. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It looks like an orc. And basically, I think that priest just gets, like, thrown into a wall or something. Yeah, he gets a concussion, I think. Yeah, and then he goes to the hospital. Uh, after this, we have a yard sale, mm-hmm. um, and this old lady, these couple of old ladies, you know, one of them's like, oh, this is all junk, Laura, <laughs> where, you know, Gertrude, where are we gonna, what, this what is a we, waste of time, this is a waste of my, my, the, what little time I have left, <laughs> uh, but, uh, then her, you know, this other old lady's like, oh, this, uh, she, like, openly acknowledges, she's like, this lamp is so ugly. I'm going to send it to my sister as a joke. Right. Which is something that uh, previous generations could do. Right. You just buy antique furniture and be like, it's so ugly. I'm it's a- just $100. Now look, it's just $100. I'll buy it and send it as a joke. She'll get a laugh out of this. That'd probably be like 250 with inflation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But she gets it and she sends it. And right before she buys it, though, she cuts her finger on one of these little blasts. Yeah, brass. she goes, damn. Yeah, she- damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's like there's these like little brass ruffles coming out yeah. from under the fluorescent bulb, and she cuts her finger on one of them. She goes, "Damn, damn!" And yeah. it's instantly bleeding. Yeah, like a lot. And, and her then, friend goes, "I think you should get a tetanus shot." And she goes, "I think it'll be fine." And then yeah. it hard cuts to her washing this nasty ass, disgusting, infected zombie finger. They end up saying like, sink. "Oh, she died from tetanus." Later on, spoiler you alert: you see her die from tetanus. You see, <laughs> Oh my god, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I don't want to, but she. It looks like fucking gangrene, not tetanus. I mean, this shit it, is like it's rotting. Rot. It's, yeah, it's rotting. I mean, I don't know a ton about tetanus, but it it's supposedly like a day later. It's three she days died. later. Yeah, that, is it three it's, days? It's about three days, okay. maybe four. Her fingers rotten right off her fucking hand. And oh, she, her. her from the time she cuts her finger to the yeah. time that her finger's fucked up? It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's the same day. Yeah, is it the same day? Okay, yeah, this thing's is. fucking rotting off of her hand. And then the, a guy comes... T- it's like picking a, up the lamp? It's like the shape of water. It's Michael exactly Shan- like Michael Shannon in the Michael shape Shannon's of water. Michael Shannon's fingers rotting off. Yeah, that's a great part of that movie. I- but it's exactly like that. Yeah. And uh, she answers the door. I think it's like a mover coming to pick up the lamp. Yeah. And she like, has to sign something, and she's signing it, and I was like, 
I was making jokes about the guy being like, God damn, what's wrong with your fucking finger? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, what does he say? He says, like, that's a nasty finger, lady. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that's one fucked up finger, yeah. lady. <laughs> She's like, I I think it's just. Uh, she said, at my age, I've had worse. And he goes, I hope I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love his fucking attitude. He's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You can um, tell he's real New Yorky. Yeah. Yeah. That's that- a th- another thing. You can kind of tell. I can at least. It looks. It looks, it doesn't look like New York yeah. at all. It definitely looks like some Californian town that she's in. Yeah. But it's fine. I don't give a shit. On the subject of like how this movie looks, I commented earlier on it. It looks like they used whatever camera that they used for like TNG or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's very similar it looks to like this. like a Star Trek camera. It really does look like one of these like 90s era Star Trek episodes that they, when they go back in time to the modern world, like Voyager did yeah. that a couple times. Uh huh. And shit. I th- uh, yeah. I was thinking that this movie or just made for TV movies in the 90s look like low budget movies from the 70s. Yeah. So visually, in my opinion, this looks the most in line with the first movie. Yeah, totally. It looks better than the first movie. And I mean, there's fucking like 10 years of... It does look better, but very similar. Yeah, yeah. Color and and uh, contrast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just visually, it kind of looks like the first one. And honestly, you could probably, if you wanted to make your own little Amityville watch list, you could probably just skip the second two. And put the first one and this one together, and have if your you own wanted. little. Have I would your own not little... suggest skipping the second one. The second one's good, and the third one has. You need to see the house blowing up. But I'm just saying, if you're trying to do your own little yeah, continuity sure. timeline thing, you could do this as a separate universe from the other two. Definitely the second and third movies. Yeah, yeah. So you already mentioned. A few of the old ladies. Yeah. That's something I really, really love about this movie. <laughs> a horror movie yeah. centered mainly around old women mm-hmm. is such a fantastic I- idea. I, I, I've turned this on. I watched the first half an hour of this a few days ago, and it was... I was literally like kind of upset at myself that I'd never thought about that. Totally. It seems like just that little bit, that's like a piece of an idea... Uh huh. But it's like it really is like you could sell a movie on that. Probably you really like could like the, like the fucking slasher movie. girls of horror movies. Yeah, totally. We should cut this part out and write a screenplay. No, and keep it's it for so, ourselves. It's, I like it so much. We got to keep it for ourselves because you've had three families so mm-hmm. far, and it's not just three families in these movies. But that's the horror genre is mainly that. Families or couples. Or young people. And... Like, groups of teenagers. It's just so saturated. I can't believe I hadn't thought about a horror movie where all of the protagonists are old women. And that's not exactly what this movie is. No, it's got, like, a family in it, sort of. There's four... There's increased focus on elderly women. There's four old women characters that are central players. Yeah. Yeah. And it... That's so cool to me. Yeah. And that would be not only a cool idea, but I think it would be really easy to cast. Uh, Not that I have, like, old women in mind, but I know that there are a ton of older female actresses in Hollywood starving for roles. Yeah. Good ones. Like, fucking good actors. And you know that, yeah, 
a shit ton of great actresses who are getting no work. <laughs> you could really fucking squeeze some amazing performances out of people. For real. They're probably dying to like really dig into something. And you know, and, and every old imagine. woman that's in a horror movie is either like possessed by a demon or fucking helpless. Or yeah. They they play some secondary character that you know is gonna get destroyed. Yeah. But just having it <laughs> Having a whole movie focus around old women is something that really appeals to me. Yeah, I think I think it'd be really cool. And just the presence of that concept in this really adds some some yeah, value to me. Yeah, there really is a good little bit setting this apart. It feels like mm-hmm. from not just from Amity movies, from a, a lot of other horror movies. It just yeah. feels a little different for some reason. And, it, and that's another thing about this movie is it really doesn't feel like shitty. No, in it, any way, it like should you, feel it. It should feel awful. Yeah, you say made for TV, and you you imagine like a, a movie that looks fucking gross that they didn't care about how it looked because people are going to be watching it on you know a ten inch CRTs or yeah. whatever you know. But this is it. Like it doesn't feel gross or anything. It's like not vis- really. It's I mean, it's not like eye popping visuals or anything, but it's like generally appealing. Before I knew it was a made for TV movie, I was like, this kind of looks like a made for TV movie. Yeah, but like not in a bad way. You know? No, what I mean? and it I looks think, pretty clean. I think part of that is the cinematographer was a movie guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. That probably he's probably making the most of what he. Yeah, he has or at least those. making it look a little bit more like a movie. Right, right. Than shooting it, it a little would. bit more like a movie. Mm-hmm. But it really is not. It's not hard to look at. Like no, it yeah. should be for it, all intents and purposes. This is this franchise should have been run into the ground at this point. Absolutely. There's no reason for it to look good or have original ideas. Yeah. Or have good anything setting it apart. No, it should have no originality. It's no yeah. positives, but it does. So. We are explained by a strange fucking priest. This weird priest. talking about the old guy? Yeah, the older guy. I don't know if you have any notes about him. I just put that he looks like Michael Caine. Kind of sounds (laughs) like Michael Caine. Kind of acts like Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're just watching him from behind. Totally. He explains that that the demon has transmigrated from the house into that lamp. So we're getting the Amity lamp gets shipped to California to this old lady, the rotting old lady. Uh, she sends her this lamp, this haunted lamp, possessed lamp to her sister. California. Yeah, her sister. Who is Spock's mom. That's right. Spock's mom. Elizabeth Spock. Elizabeth Spock. One of the greatest female actors of all time. That's true. So it goes there. And then around the same time that lamp shows up. The lady, the Spock's mom, uh, her daughter, whose husband recently died, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, comes there with her three children uh, because she can't afford to live anywhere else. Right. Uh, it's a bit of a goosebump setup, it feels like. Yeah, I was. You know? I thought about that at several points. This is like a Goosebumps movie. It really is. There's, I mean, and part of it is the music is, is really similar to um the one that you know bits and stings that were used in uh the TV show that's probably because they were using some sort of like uh Fairlight CMI sampler I think yeah. they you can there's certain sounds that you can identify from that mm-hmm. that I hear just used all the time um in these and but it it that's another thing that was almost sort of endearing to me and I don't know if it's an actual value in the movie or if it's just like a something it's you know sort of 
bringing me back. And it brings back so many memories, something that really takes me back, reconnects us back to our childhood memories, takes us right back. Yeah, a bit, but it feels a bit fun, like... Uh, it feels like I'm watching the Goosebumps show a little yeah, bit, you know, yeah. and 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 that's always fun. Or the adult equivalent yeah, of a Goosebumps yeah. movie. You know what I just realized uh, is that at the very end of that movie, the, the plumber was still under the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't so, even think about that. Oh, my God. So let's take a, a break from describing the plot and... One thing that I liked about the movie, or one positive, is that this movie, in my opinion, has hands down the best pacing out of all four Amity movies. It really up to this does. Point. It was fun to watch. It didn't feel like it dragged. Pacing anywhere. was exactly where it needed to be. Yeah, it was a nice tight ninety. Things escalated exactly how they should, and maybe it's just got like the most modern pacing. But for me, that works. Yeah. Or for this movie, it it definitely works. No, yeah. Helps it. We're hitting beats at the right times. You know, it's just nothing. Little like, things... These other movies dragged in, in a lot of places, uh, despite being fun. Mm -hmm. or, or, or they least... went too fast, like the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where it, it, it just sped up, and then it was they basically like two movies. Movie, so they made another movie. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Um, but... Yeah, you're right. This is really paced well. I wasn't thinking, and that's just a sign of how well it's paced. Is I wasn't thinking about it at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, while I was watching it, but now I think back, it's like surprisingly. But things well put together. move along. It starts out with small shit. The old lady's parrot dies, and then mm -hmm. it escalates to where they're fighting the lamp at the end, <laughs> and it's it's great. It's this, super awesome. One of the trivia things was that the the lamp was put in some top 10 list of most wacky horror antagonists it's yeah i don't know if i call it the wackiest but it's pretty wacky yeah um, the idea that the lamp is basically the bad guy now here's the thing so we mentioned that the demon went from the house into the lamp via the cord the power cord in. and you see it go out of the lamp into the new house but then it seems like the evil is contained in the lamp again. Yeah, that's what they have to destroy to get rid of the demon. The lamp gets destroyed and they act like the ghost is out of the house. Yeah. Let's talk animals. Okay. Uh, there's a couple... Well, there's really only one cool animal in this. Mm -hmm. There's a bird, which who the fuck cares? Yeah. Um, it dies in a toaster oven. Which is pretty cool. Which is pretty fucking funny and nobody reacts like they should. Yeah. Uh, the little girl, I think, opens the toaster or something. It's the sun. Is it the sun? Yeah. yeah the mom's he's like, like, your toast is ready, and he yeah, opens it. It's a fucking bird, like a little parrot or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's, you know, he's, his ugly mug is like, like, you know, and then the mom just like looks away, and she like looks at the kitchen wall. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh. Yeah, she's like, I can't look. Yeah, and it just like holds on her for a little too long. You know, it's like the footage that you have that you cut mm -hmm. you know but uh so there's that bird it dies nobody cares they get rid of the cage but there's this cool cat mm -hmm. and which we'll talk about at the end i want to save for the end uh again if you have ending for the end if you haven't watched the movie go watch it please, please watch the movie please watch this movie it's completely fucking free if you care enough to be listening to this podcast you'd like the movie yeah seriously if you if you especially the ending 
You yes. guys are going to want to stick around for the ending. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we took to call, or at least I did. I took to call, some, it, they, I think the cat's name is like Pepper or something. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like brown with some black streaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a little chubby. He might yeah. just be a little old. I don't know. But uh, I took to calling him Helper. Because I thought they said helper. Yeah, you thought they said helper. And I thought, and I think that's a great name for a cat. And if I ever get a cat, I'm gonna name it helper. It really is a great name for a cat. I'm calling it. None of you can steal that. <laughs> Gratton can't steal it, and nobody who's listening to this podcast can steal it. Uh, but that was fun. He's kind of chilling around the whole house, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him a lot. Another thing that I noticed is that, and maybe it's just the fact that the same writer. It, the both movies had the same writer, but this actually had a ton of continuity as far as the haunting goes with the first movie, which we noticed yeah. at, uh, yeah. at several points. But sure. the flies, yeah, make this is one of the few things that few stays constant, right? Throughout the, all these movies, is all the flies. of the the hauntings in the previous movies just seem to be random happenings yeah Yeah. and the same thing never happens twice except for the flies right but the flies happen in this uh that rocking chair i don't know if that Mm. was a callback to the little rocking chair that was in the first movie it might have been i feel like might have been but there's plenty more the the window uh smashes this girl's skull right the window whacks her in the head there's a great part where she's like she's like bleeding out of her scalp Mm -hmm. uh and she runs to her mom and at one point, without prompting, they're like screaming about getting into the attic, mm-hmm. as yeah, as in the climax. And she's like, "I'm okay." Yeah, or something like completely unprompted, and it comes off like she wanted her mom to care, but she didn't. Yeah, the, <laughs> she the daughter runs up after this window hits the back of her head, Oof. and she has blood just on her forehead. Mm-hmm. And then a few shots later, it cuts to her, and she has no blood on her forehead, but she's got what looks like red dye on the back of her hair. It's not coagulated like blood is. It just sort of changed the color of her hair for one little patch. God. Anyway. Actually, (laughs) fucking ruined her hair for a while. The priest throws up after almost stepping foot in the house. That's right, yeah. Which is just like the original movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the toilets have black sludge in them. More... The faucets is what they show a little more. They but... say it's both the toilet and the faucets, yeah. though. But which... that comes back. The... We haven't seen the black sludge in a minute, I don't think. Right. At least since the second movie, maybe. Did the second movie have it? I feel like that was something they skipped I... out on. Yeah, maybe. Might be wrong. But It was yeah. most prominent in the first movie, and in the first movie they say deliberately that it's only coming out of the toilets, not the faucets. Yeah. And in this one, there's a line where they say, it's coming out of the toilets and the faucets. And I said that's a natural escalation that you have to apply for a sequel. Right. Alien, course. aliens. Yeah. Uh, gl- toilet. Toilet. Sludge in the toilet and faucet. Yeah. And the only place to go from here is maybe bathtub, uh, shower. Sludge and in the, the whole hose, house. Or the hose and then whole house. Okay. You know, the whole ocean is sludge. The whole ocean—that's where we end up. Yeah, and then the whole—that's kind of the end game. Yeah, I'm I'm continually shocked by how enjoyable these are. Uh, yeah, I was really expecting this to be a slog. Uh, all I'm gonna know? say right now is that the this is the reason why I left so much space 
above my last three movies as far as our ratings go mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. I, I had a sneaking suspicion that it would get better. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just happy that there's movies like this to fill out yeah. the, the empty spots on my, my tier list, I guess. Right. Um, so, so much happens in this movie. The 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 demon, I guess, takes an, a a sort of special interest in the youngest daughter mm-hmm. of this family. There's two daughters and a son. Uh, son is middle age, uh, of the bunch, and the daughter's like ten or something. And then the the oldest daughter's like 17, 17 yeah. something like that. Uh, probably she looked actually... eighteen to me. <laughs> but the daughter. Uh, the youngest daughter, it takes an interest in her, and I guess the demon is like appearing to her as her dead dad, mm-hmm. uh, which there's a funny look, kind of a little, in my opinion, oversized portrait picture that the mom has of him. Yeah. So I get it. He's dead. You miss him. Wah, wah. Right. Uh, you want to have a giant picture of yeah. him. We get it. We, I get it. Your husband's dead. Jesus your husband Christ. died at 42. Listen, get over it. I'm fine with if you're sad about your husband dying as long as it's, as it's not your whole personality. Look. Okay? You can, your husband can be dead, but you don't need to, I don't need to know that. Yeah, you don't need to com- keep that If you come at me with yourself. that shit, I will straight, you're catching an assault charge. Right. But, uh, yeah, he's kind of funny looking, and then he's like behind her. Uh, at one the point, mom at one yeah. point, it's, it's, I don't know, it's all funny to me. Uh, but the daughter, uh, they sort of try to play her up like she's a little evil, right? Which is really funny. Um, she's hands down the worst part about this movie. She kind of sucks in comparison with all the other actors, and I get it. She's young, but uh, also that element of the story is just kind of a dead end. Yeah, I don't really understand why she had to, unless she started killing people. They really just kind of cut it off as, like, she's acting weird. Yeah, it never really affects it. I don't, I don't see what it changed. There's basically no difference between her being evil, how that affects this movie, and just having the, the lamp do everything and all the demons shutting doors Yeah, and stuff. Like, it really doesn't change anything. No. So, we, you know, slowly things start to get more violent. Uh, we start out small with the parrot dying, I think, is, like, the first really bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we move up. I think the ugly little boy goes into the basement. Uh, at one point, it's really funny. He goes and he looks, and there's like this whole tool part. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know if Grandpa died and left all that or something. Yeah, I can't imagine Grandma has a bunch of tools, but it'd be cool if she's just doing work down there. Yeah, she's doing carpentry. I don't know. That'd be cool though. But um, he goes down there, and there's like all these. It's like a little organized thing with a bunch of plastic things of like screws and bolts. Yeah. And that's it. He goes like, wow. <laughs> yeah, he starts smiling yeah, at these he's like little jars at of it. nails. Yeah, it's like how you'd imagine like somebody looking up at fucking a poster of Superman or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, then he uh, he sees a chainsaw. It's a little chainsaw, mm-hmm. but it's a chainsaw. And <laughs> that's one of the, that was really one of the most exhilarating sequences of the movie. Yeah. One thing about this movie, just as an aside, is like it does... Every time, it does pretty much exactly what I'm hoping will happen. Yeah. So many shitty movies, like, you know, like, you see something, and you're like, oh, no way that they're going to fucking do that, and then they don't. Yeah. You know, they kind of pussy out of a lot of stuff. I know it's kind of vague, but I think you know what I mean. 
No, yeah. If you but, see like a hammer, yeah, somebody's holding a hammer and there's an old lady in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, you'll say there's no way they're gonna kill that yeah. fucking old lady with with a hammer. Yeah, and then they don't. But in this movie, the hypothetical old woman would be killed with the hypothetical yeah, if hammer. There was a shot of a guy with a hammer and then a shot of an old woman in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. What you think is gonna happen? It's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the writers thinking the same thing you did. Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyways, he picks up this chainsaw and I think he, and he's, what is he, he's just going like, like, yeah, he's playing with it. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, I'd probably do the same thing. Chainsaws are pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then it like fucking switches on like out of nowhere. Uh And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) and then it just starts. He starts fucking chopping up everything. Yeah, I don't know how much he's controlling or if the demon's making him. She's got, like, a grocery store's worth of potatoes sitting around. And, like, little grocery store. And there's onions. There's, like, two little things of onions and potatoes. Baskets. Displays. Almost grocery store looking displays. And he goes through those. He goes through some shelves, some yeah. support beams. He goes into the workbench a couple times with it. The railing to the stairs. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, after and then the a housekeeper. Minute, holy shit. The yeah. housekeeper grabs like a crowbar a, or something. Yeah, a big ass metal rod and stops him yeah. from killing his grandmother with the Yeah, grandma chainsaw. falls down the stairs at this part by the way. <laughs> yeah, she takes a little tumble. Yeah, she's fine. She doesn't she didn't hurt anything, but she did fall down the stairs. Uh Oh, by the way, I missed this one thing. Another thing that this in the first movie have in common is the priest burned their hand talking yeah, on the phone yeah, to the yeah. demon. Yeah, and this one the phone fucking melts as though they've poured like fucking acid on it or something. Yeah, it starts melting like like wax. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, it's it's honestly really cool. Like, yeah, a was, good progression of the hand the getting crazier. phone being hot. Yeah, same thing but crazier. Yeah. But um go back to grandma falls down the stairs. Grandma falls down the stairs. Ha 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 ha. And then uh, everybody, you know, pretty quickly, everybody comes down. there like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and he's and by the way, when they're showing like wider shots of this ugly boy uh, sawing through wooden shit. Yeah. Which a a lot of this stuff is very conveniently wooden. Yeah. By the way. Uh, But when they cut to like wider shots of him, it's like a little out of focus. And it's like obviously a full sized man. Yeah. In the same clothes. From behind. Him. Yeah. And he's, you know, uh, and they'll cut to like these shots where the little boy's got it like raised up and he's like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, uh, and there's a great shot when, when the housekeeper stops mm-hmm. him with the rod, Yeah, the rod is in focus and his face is out of focus, but you can still see it. And it's a completely different guy. It's a full grown man that doesn't look anything like. It's, it's so just cool. like they this... got a chainsaw wrangler or whatever <laughs> yeah. and dressed him up, which I can't blame him for. I can't imagine telling like a, you know, 13 year old being like, okay, so you're going to saw through, yeah, you know, all this, but it's just funny. This kid's got like the worst haircut. It's like if Wolverine had a mullet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like bad. the grossest haircut I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sure it seemed like a okay idea at the time. I don't know how. <laughs> I really don't. But yeah, no, uh, everybody qu- pretty quickly comes downstairs and they're like, why the fuck do you have a chainsaw? And then he's like, it turned on by itself, honest. Mm-hmm. He's like, which, by the way, you know, nobody should be-, be believing him. It's like, you were fucking playing with the chainsaw again, weren't you, Bradley? Right. You know, whatever the fuck is. He looks like a Bradley, by the way. Yeah. Shit, shit head. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Shithead. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, and then, like, his mom, like, immediately... Like, you'd think, like, the obvious story beat is to have everybody, like, gosh, Bradley... Mm-hmm. Ground him. Yeah, you're grounded for playing with the chainsaw and fucking up grandma's basement <laughs> and almost killing your housekeeper with the chainsaw. <laughs> you know, but uh, her mom, or his mom, immediately defends him. Yeah, she's like, oh, he doesn't lie. He wouldn't lie. You know, when it's like, I mean, he's not lying, and it's good that you're believing him. You know, I'm sure that he There's feels... just no... Re- at one... At a certain point in the story, when enough shit's happened... I can understand her having faith in her kids and being like, I know I've seen too much crazy shit. I know you didn't do this. Yeah. But at this point, it's a little too early for that to be the case. Yeah. Only one bad thing's happened so far. You should logically, you should assume that your shitty little son was just fucking with the chainsaw. Yeah. I got an accident. Yeah. Yeah. At least. But, um, yeah, grandma's pretty mad at him, but, She's okay, Grandma. Grandma has a pretty good attitude considering what's happening. Yeah. She doesn't get too mad at him. She gets about as... She definitely gets less upset than I would be if I was his grandma. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, don't you ever go in the basement again fucking around with a chainsaw. My dead husband's shit. I would beat the my, shit out my of de- him. <laughs> my dead husband's onions and potatoes are all over the floor. <laughs> I was joking that I would have been... Uh... Beating him like Polly was beating his kids. In yeah, no. The second imagine, Annie imagine if he was here. Imagine if Polly was in this house. Polly would not have it. Polly might kill him. As an aside, it's a damn shame we didn't get to see Polly as a ghost in any of these other sequels. It's a damn shame. I'd love to see him as like a blue force ghost. Well, um, I just I would like to see him as some sort of manifestation of the evil in the house. That would be cool. He's he's mm-hmm. either a ghost that is now trapped in the house or Amityville. The, the house has taken the his form, form yeah. because he was so evil and violent. Right. But I'd also like for him to be a blue force ghost and like he comes to one of the, he comes to maybe the mom mm-hmm. and he's blue and he's in the distance. She's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm here to help you. You got to get out of the house. You know, he gives her guidance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it makes no sense. He was well, never like that. The next thing that happens. Yeah. Um. So we go from there. What's the next violent occurrence? Is is it is it the the guy getting his hand caught in the? Oh shit! So the, yeah, there's like this guy comes in with a Letterman jacket on. Oh, and, grandma you know, gets her hand burned on a kettle. Hot. Yeah. That's why like, the first thing that happens, I think. Oh. The very first. I think that happens before the bird. Or well, that's that's right one after. of the occurrences. Yeah. That. But happens. the next big one and she is goes like. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they cut really. It's a really funny cut when they do that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and I don't really understand how they say it's like an electric kettle, but I think it was on the stove. Yeah, it was on the stove. I I don't know. I, I maybe I don't. Maybe I'm just ignorant. Yeah, but uh, maybe if they put me on a fucking uh, Fine Brothers react to old products video, I'd be yeah. like, huh? what is this? <laughs> Electric kettle? What? Where's the, where is the plug? Here's, you know. <laughs> That'd be me, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, but this guy with the Letterman jacket shows up, and I think they're, they were like asking some mechanic to, to help them. They know like some mechanic guy, and his son comes over to fix something. Yeah. It's vague, but he comes over, and the daughter answers the door. The daughter looks masculine smoking smoking <laughs> like yeah 
she's got a strong jawline. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like Sarah Connor a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, she shows up to the door, and it's immediate immediate horniness. Yeah. Uh, between these two people, who might be honestly, they're probably both in their twenties and like five years apart in age. Yeah. But uh, they both start acting like horny teenagers like immediately. It's like, hi, you know. And he's like, I'm here to, you know, I'm here to clean out your pipes. Uh huh. You know, I'm here to dig out your pussy. <laughs> By that <laughs> well, I mean what, repair your. She gets. She gets some shit clogged up in the garbage disposal. Oh my god! And she puts her hand She's in. She's putting like apple peelings. But in it, there. she's trying to shove apple. At cores. one point, it looks like it's gonna be porn because she's got her hand in there. Oh yeah, she's like, ah, ah we I'm were stuck. We were saying, oh, she's stuck oh, in the no. sink, and he's gotta fuck her. Yeah, he's gotta <laughs> fuck her to get her out of there. Oh no, God. But that doesn't happen. That's the one time the movie does not do what you think it's. But gonna it's made do. for TV, so it might have been in the screenplay, and they had to cut it. Yeah, that's in the R-rated yeah. cut. Yeah. A sex scene. Yeah. They had a porn crew come back under the behind the director's back and film that. Yeah. Unbeknownst to them, they were using porn actors. That'd be so cool if they just got like four different teams of people to direct completely different sequences. And stitch them all together. <laughs> yeah, they made this fucking weird Frankenstein movie <laughs> made by like eight different directors. Jesus Christ. That'd be awesome. That They're really all would supposed be to awesome. film like one guy films dialogue, another guy films exteriors, other guy films vi- films violence. Yeah. Another guy films sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. But um There's a B plot with a Hispanic family. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Completely disconnected. <laughs> completely. Maybe they get something else uh from the Amityville house. Yeah. <laughs> the lady accidentally sends them something. Like, she, a male mix-up? Yeah, it's a male mix-up, and they get something. They yeah. Get like a lamp, and they're like, all right, it's addressed to us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, she gets her hand stuck in there, and she's like, oh, no, step, bro, you'll have to help me, <laughs> you know. Uh, but instead, he's just like, here, let me see if I can get it cleaned out. And they're still kind of talking like they're in porn mm-hmm. for a minute. It's like kind of weird. But uh, he, like, tapes the fucking... Not only does he turn the garbage disposal off... He, like, makes sure, like, here, I'm going to put some electrical tape on the switch so there's absolutely no way that I could turn on with my hand in it. Right. Goes, yeah, so anyways, these get clogged pretty easy, and then, you know, the switch is, like, slowly peeling off the electrical tape, mm-hmm. and then eventually it just turns on, and it fucking blends his hand like a motherfucker, and they hold on it. They don't, like, cut away. Yeah. Like, you would assume, like, he goes, ah! And they cut to an exterior of the house and echo his voice a little. And then mm-hmm. they cut to him, like, with a bandage around his hand or somebody saying, like, he's going to be okay. Yeah. You know. But, um, he, like, for a minute, he sprays blood out of the fucking hole. The hole, the, yeah, the sinkhole. And uh, they it gets on the daughter, too. It's and great. She's, like, crying in the next scene, and I can't blame her. I'd feel yeah. fucking horrible. It's all her fault. It's all her fault. I mean, if it was completely my fault, I'd feel bad, too. Right. You know, but uh, that was something, I don't know if, so let's talk about the plumber. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the plumber goes, and he's going to fix something. I don't know why, but he goes to the basement. And he climbs up in this little nook near a window. There's like a pipe, like the end of a pipe, and he's like trying to unscrew it. And then he gets stuck after some, some like some fucking support beams fall on him. And he's like, ah, and the housemaid has like started the washer so she can't fucking hear him. Yeah. Uh, it, like at one point he's like, "Help me!" And then like she kind of hears it and she's like, "Hmm, hmm," and then like keeps working. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. But uh, 
So then, like, the fucking, like, pipe starts swelling right in front of him. And then, uh, eventually, the this little cap on it, like, pops off. And just, like, tar or, like, sludge of some type. Maybe the same sludge that was coming out of the... Yeah, I think that's what it's yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, it was just be. the same. Yeah. But it, like, starts coming onto his face. And he's like, oh! Well, at first, it, like, just a little gets on there. And then a fucking hand comes out. I, I don't know I, if that's supposed to be the dude's hand. I would assume it's something I thought about because I, I was like, what? Whose hand is that? And then I guess maybe it's his hand. Yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and say it is his hand because that's funny to me. It is, it is funny, but the hand is perfectly fine. It has like a ring on it too. I don't know if it's like a class ring. That's what threw me a little bit. It's like who? Well, my thing is if it's his hand, it should be in pieces. Well, yeah. But it's just a- It's a whole hand. It's a, it's solid, a solid hand. hand. The garbage disposal which, just sawed right at the wrist. Which, that's honestly probably a lucky cut. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd want like a horrible mangled hand. Just take my whole hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be the case. Uh, but uh, that falls on him and he gets covered in goo. And I he guess dies. he drowns. Yeah, in, in goo that. or suffocates. It's great. And he ends up dead and they ne- I don't think they ever find the they body. They never find him. I don't know if the scene where they find him gets cut out or got cut out, but. Or if it's just maybe it's in the novelization of this uh, <laughs> adaptation of a. Or it's a sequel to an adaptation of a book of an adaptation of real events. <laughs> but. Uh, he, uh, I imagine, because this takes place, like you said, only over three days. Yeah. It's like three or four days. Mm-hmm. Tops. And so I imagine that they're going to come back, and in like a day, his body's really going to start to, you know, ripen. Uh-huh. And uh, they're going to find it, and it's not going to, it's going to fucking scar someone for life. Oh, also, right as that guy dies, they show his car. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, Go, moving from park to drive, and then it drives out. His and, van, his plumbing and, van, and then the housemaid comes out, and she sees it, and she sees it drive off, and she goes, "Huh, yeah, okay." So she thinks he just left. But that's so fucking funny. I was, I was what, imagining where the demon put the car. I, I just imagine it going back to work, and the his boss sees it pull pull up without a driver, and he's just like, "Oh, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> he's had a shitty day. You had to yeah. dig around in fucking trash in people's pipes all day. Yeah. Plumbing shit out of pipes. And he, oh, my God. Use a straw to breathe through a layer of poop and oh. piss and cum and diarrhea oh and throw up and blood. What the fuck kind of a plumber is he? Oh, my God. Is he one of those septic tank fetishists? Uh, no. He's a hard worker. That kind of plumber. Well, that's good. But, yeah. He, he's not he, afraid to get his hands dirty. I'm not afraid to get his hands dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what the fuck else happens? Okay, so let's, I think it's about time to talk about, uh, the old lady, uh, dying. Yeah. Um. We don't have to go too extensive on most of this. Yeah. Hopefully people will see this for themselves and get the the humor. Awesome. The the first time we see, I was joke. I was like hoping the whole lady fucking rots. And that's, you know, because you see her finger. Oh, the first old lady? Yeah, the first old lady. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her finger's rotting at that first part, like we said. And I was like, okay, so that's an obvious, like, I want her, you know, we cut back to her and either her whole arm is rotting or her entire body's rotting. Yeah. Like, that would be awesome. But no, it looks like she just actually did get tetanus. Yeah. Of a demonic variety, I would assume. Yeah. But it is, the doctors call it tetanus. They've diagnosed her Mm -hmm. with tetanus. And uh, the next time we cut back after she's got, just got that finger and that guy goes, oh, nasty fucking finger, bitch. Uh, we cut back to her and she's like, they've got plastic around her and Yeah, shit. like E.T. Just like E.T. 
And uh, the doctor's like, you know, and the priest who uh, is, you know, tried to bless that lamp, the evil lamp, comes in and he's like, what's wrong with her? You know, he's like, tetanus. <laughs> he's like, she scraped her finger on some old brass. He's like, oh my God. You know, he pretty much puts it together as a demon that gave her tetanus. Yeah. Um, but uh, not too long after that, she wakes up and he tries to talk to her about the lamp. And she, I don't remember what she says. She says like, God, I'm sorry for what I've done. Oh my God, that's right. She starts begging for forgiveness yeah, from God. Yeah, she starts begging for forgiveness. And he's like, what, huh? And she screams some more shit and then she dies right there with she this goes, pained expression on her go, face. She goes, Mouth agape, eyes staring forward in horror. <laughs> Fucking dying and she hurts. dies like that and the priest like rips the plastic out he's like no yeah and, and she flatlines right <laughs> there it's i i realize that uh, there are many people out there who won't find the image of an old person dying in a hospital all that humorous uh but to me it's funny as fuck as all hell it's just the look on her we I mean it's we joke about You and I make jokes all the time about people dying with that expression on their face. Yeah, because people almost never do of like this horrible expression. No, people just sort of die and their fi- face goes slack usually. Yeah. But I love the idea of some especially a nice old lady. Yeah. It's so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but just dying with like Oh, like just fucking her mouth wretched in horror (laughs) 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 and she doesn't look fucked up she doesn't look sick or rotten in any way (laughs) she looks fine (laughs) um but she dies in pain uh and scared and it's so funny afraid that she's gonna go to hell uh begging god to forgive her for mailing that lamp to her sister (laughs) (laughs) So the lamp, let's fast forward a little God. bit so, and get to the very Fuck. end. Oh, man. So the lamp kills the housekeeper. Yeah, strangles her. That's, it's kind of left up. That's the less, the least spectacular kill of yeah, the movie, IMO. The, the cord like wrap around her neck after it flips around like a snake for a second. There's some shit that happens, but that priest makes his way to the place in California. I don't yeah. remember if they say where it is, but I know it was filmed in Santa Paula. It's California. It's got to be towards northern part of California with those seaside cliffs and shit. I, I think it said Santa Paula okay. on the Wikipedia article, but the priest makes his way over there and he tells the mom, he meets the mom at a restaurant because all the phone That's another thing. The the phones keep messing up. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The that's house another keeps... carryover. He like whenever the priest calls there, he, he they he don't even get him. the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes they get the phone call and it's they pick up and, up and they yeah, just can't hear shit. Static. Yeah. So he goes over there, meets the mom in person, and then he's like, "Okay, I know exactly what's happening. You got to go home and get everybody out of the house. I'm gonna take care of the lamp." It it kind of escalates how you would imagine. The house isn't going too crazy. But like the lights are flickering, he goes upstairs yeah. and the the lamp is trying to. I don't and this know what is it's after trying the daughter to do. has has uh, had her head slammed in the door. The older daughter. Yeah. Uh, after she tried talking to help her, he's yeah. on the roof. But I don't know exactly what the <laughs> lamp wants from the girl. The the girl. I don't know. Yeah. It, I don't know if it wa- it doesn't want to like consume her or anything. It just sort of wants to control her. 
kind of, as long as it's, like, in the parameters of the house. I guess. It doesn't really possess her ever. It uses her to... It uses her to try to attack the, uh, priest and the mom at one point. Yeah, but, like, there doesn't seem... There's never a scene where they go, oh, my God, if he gets into the daughter, then... Right. He can... ABC, you know. They said that it can, quote-unquote, transmigrate from the uh, the lamp into a person, and then the mom goes, well, I think it might have already done that. Uh, di- but oh yeah. then they get rid of the lamp, and then the daughter's like, oh, I had a bad dream, and then happy music plays, and the yeah. movie ends. But the big finale is the grandmother throwing the Fuck yeah throwing the lamp it rock she picks that shit up while it, the the dot they're struggling with the daughter who has a knife mm-hmm. they grandma picks up the fucking lamp and throws it through a fucking window throws it out the window and what i really liked about that scene is that the priest is chasing the lamp with holy water yeah and the it's lamp, like backing away the lamp's like waddling back yeah it's really funny uh so I guess the demon is more or less concentrated in the lamp at this point. That's what I thought, even though you get a shot of it going into the wall. And, and it's manipulating shit in the house. Right. It, it's, it's manipulating turning on shit the in the house disposal. and the daughter. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They don't really explain it. But she throws it through this window and it falls off the seaside cliff down onto some rocks and it explodes. And it, But it has a cord... The cord is wrapped around the priest's oh, arm, man. and for some reason, the lamp is so heavy, and Grandma throws it with such force <laughs> that it drags the priest. And it's like, uh oh, the priest is gonna go following. Yeah, it's gonna get. He's gonna get tugged by the lamp out the window. But nope, Mom gets an axe and chops the cord just <laughs> in time. At the last second, it's yeah. so cool. It's fucking awesome. It's like it really just goes crazy. A little mm-hmm. bit with it in this really nice way. It, it's like appropriately crazy, though. Really, you know what it, I mean? It, it, it yeah. finds that nice middle ground where, yeah, it's crazy by the movie's standards. But, but they ha- really haven't blown it out. Right. It's you restrained I mean? enough to where you can, like, kind of enjoy what's happening Being like, in the context well, of everything. And you're still sort of, like, menially invested in what's mm-hmm. going on, like just a little bit. It's not super effective in like a real movie way, but yeah, you know, you're enjoying it. it it's not like total mockery, mm-hmm. but it is wacky. And uh, but this fucking lamp explodes when it hits the ground, which is just awesome. It's on a rocky cliff. Yes. Remember when the priest smashes a window with an axe? Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing because in the previous movies, they've established that once the doors lock. Yeah, once once you can't get out of the house, the windows become impossible to break. Yeah. And so the priest goes up to this window with an axe, and I went, oh, it's not going to break, and he smashes right through it. Yeah, immediately after you said that. And I couldn't stop laughing, because I was like, it it proved me wrong so quick and so hard. (laughs) Yeah, he really smashes, it's a big-ass window, and he smashes the shit out of it. (laughs) And it goes right through. Yeah, yeah. The window doesn't resist he doesn't have to hit it twice it's like sugar glass it's like <laughs> it goes right through smashes directly through it's awesome super cool that's what i call subverting expectations it really was it was it was thrilling in a way <laughs> yeah. i thought so too i was like yeah it's probably not gonna whoa <laughs> smashes right through it you know but I've, I'm usually not that confident when I make movie predictions out loud. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's not going to break. And then it, <laughs> it broke immediately. <laughs> yeah. 
Super cool. I love Super that. Super awesome. Now, do you want to talk about the very last part? So this is, it's by far my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> so after a second, you know, grandma's, it, it's a happy ending and they're staying at the house, the family, the mom and her kids. Mm-hmm. And grandma's like, all right, bye everyone. Good thing we got out of that. I'm going to go to my sister's funeral uh-huh. in New York. And she gets in a taxi. It's like happy, but like they kind of ignore the fact that she's about to go bury her sister. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. Not to mention that the plumber is still in the basement. Dead, rotting, presumably. Unbeknownst to any of the family. Yeah, nobody even knows that he's still there. But anyways, Grandma heads off to bury her sister. Bye, everyone. She's waving at the backs of the taxis, what I imagine. Bye, everyone. I'm going to go bury my sister who died horribly. (laughs) Uh, Presumably that look is still on her face. She (laughs) probably went into rigor with that face on. I... Hope the the mortician found a way to wrench her face back into some normal expression, but uh, she drives off into the distance. Bye, everyone. And the kids are like, "All right, come on, let's go. Come on, let's go find helper." They're saying Pepper. Yeah. Just, but I just I, deal with it. Just deal with it. I'm calling him Helper. Just let me have this. <laughs> um, they're like, "All right, sorry about what happened, Mom. I love you so much," or something. You know, yeah. it's like all this bullshit. It's great. And, you know, the boy and the daughter go off to play or something. No, they say, let's go look for helper. Yeah, they go. Helper. Helper. They can't find helper. And I thought, I thought for a minute, I was like, oh, I want to know what happened to helper. But I I imagine they cut to like this wide of the house. Mm -hmm. They walk out of frame and I assume they're going to cut to credits or they're going to roll credits over the shot of the house. Mm -hmm. Pretty standard stuff. Be pretty easy, right? Movie's not over yet. Okay, we cut, they go, helper, and I go, what, I guess we might not find out what happened to helper, I just imagine that they're going off to go play with helper, and that's, but no, we actually cut to helper on the beach, (gasps) at the bottom of the cliffside, (gasps) no way that they're about to do this shit, the smashed remnants of the lamp are still there, they have not been cleaned up, or blessed, or anything, they're still there, in pieces, uh-huh. And helpers there at the remnants on these rocks and he's sitting around. It's just a stupid sort of chubby cat. And uh he's looking around and I guess they shine like a laser pointer somewhere because he goes like hmm? and he goes over to check something out over this other part of the lamp. And then we we're lingering on with this eerie music playing, and there's no way that they're about to say this cat is haunted. Right. Right? Well, yes way, because Helper looks directly into the fucking camera, and they go, and they freeze the frame, right? And it's really grainy. I think it's like 16 millimeter, so it's really, you can't really punch in, but they do. They punch in close to his face, same shot, frame. and his fucking eyes glow red. They put, like, this soft, like, <laughs> half-opacity red over his eyes. It fucking rocks! And then the credits roll. Over this image of Helper. Haunted Helper. It's so cool. It fucking rocks. I was clapping. I was saying, <laughs> fuck yeah, to it. Because no other movie would ever give me that. They would never right. give me that satisfaction of, like, yeah, the cat's haunted. The evil continues. Evil's escaped. Right. It's so fucking awesome, and I love that this movie just does that. Right. It's like a King Kong Escapes thing where it's just like, yeah, we're going, yeah, what you think is would be crazy for this movie, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Who cares? All the way to the end. Yeah. 
yeah, we give you a nice little fucking chaser of helpers haunted now. And it's probably not even going to fucking matter in the next movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to fucking matter. You're lucky if a cat even shows up or if anyone (laughs) even mentions a fucking haunted cat. Yeah. Okay. It'd be a gift from God, manna from heaven. All of these movies, each each movie after the first has been based off of a book that completely ignores yeah, the, the events side of the, step pre- of the previous. Each movie one of these time. fucking books is written by somebody else. Yeah, and then each movie is based off of one of those books. Progressively that are... more fictional too. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I fucking love this shit. Are you ready to get into your completely true stories? I am, but I think it's your turn. Go first. Oh, it is my turn. So, Amityville for the Evil Escapes. Now, it is it is weird that so far this has been the best Amityville movie, I'm O, and it's called The Evil Escapes. One of my favorite giant monster movies, oh, King Kong man. Escapes. I didn't even think about that. Which our other podcast is focused around. Which so I hope you've listened to at this point. I don't know what the fuck you're doing here. Go if you listen. If, you, if you're here from there, then thank you for listening to BOFA. Yeah. Both of these podcasts. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, if you enjoy this, check that out. But it's interesting that both of them share the Escapes title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy this one. I think not only is it good as a funny movie, it's fun to sit down and watch this, but this movie's actually got A, some solid performances. Mm-hmm. I think Spock's mom and the mom character... They do pretty good Hold jobs it. with relatively schlocky material. And the movie's got some original ideas. It's got actual good movie pacing. It's got some nice insane shit, like Grandma throwing the lamp out the window, the cat turning out to be evil. It's got some real classic moments. This is a certified hood classic. <laughs> uh, and this might become a Halloween staple for me. Oh, wow, yeah. But the I really enjoyed it, and it works well on a few levels mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. It's also got some callbacks to the original movie, and even though I wasn't crazy about the original movie, I like the attempt at continuity. Mm-hmm. And I like the attempt that it was trying to unify something that was so disjointed. Right. But my one major gripe, like I said, is they missed the opportunity to do some even more crazy shit by right. having the, the house come back together in the mm. beginning. And I just can't, I know that's a lot to ask for. And this movie does a lot mm-hmm. for me. It does way more than you asked for. Really. Right. But I just can't get that out of my head. Like I, I thought about how I would follow up Amityville 3d right. if I had to. And now that that's what I came up with, I just can't get that out of my head. Mm. I'm like, a perfect sequel to Amityville 3D would do that. But at the same time, this isn't quite a sequel to Amityville 3D. It's It's just an Amityville movie. Yeah. And barely an Amityville movie. Like I said, it's tangentially related at this point. They're getting farther and farther away. It's only going to get more and more far. And I'm expecting at some point for movies that don't even mention Amityville at all (laughs) that just take the name to try and squeeze a little more money out of terrible movies. Yeah. What's in store for us? But I, I don't like necessarily that they don't explain how the house is back or where this sits in the timeline, but maybe it's like a Mad Max thing where there is no real continuity between the Amityville movies. Okay. 
That's game theory. Yeah. That's film theory. <laughs> that's me giving it a lot of credit that it doesn't really deserve. But I like this one a lot. I'm going to stop beating around the bush. I'm going to give this an 8 out wow. of 10 completely true stories. Wow. Landmark score. High score for only in Amityville. Yeah. I got to agree with a lot of your points here. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm... I'm continually shocked, like I said, by these movies. Expe- I expected this all to be a slog, you know? I was like, I was already, I, you know, I was super surprised by the second one being mm-hmm. as wacky and fun as it was and funny to make fun of and, like, insane. And I was like, whoa, well, that's probably the only one that's like that. Yeah. That's a once, you know, that's lightning in a bottle. It's, they're, you know, that's not going to happen again. And it just keeps happening. And I don't want to get my hopes up, you know, for more. But this is turning out to be a blast. And it makes, I don't want to get my hopes up for the future. But I'm hoping more insane shit like this happens. I really enjoyed this movie. Looked nice. Wasn't shitty. Everybody tries. It moves along at a good pace. Uh, and really, I think that, that it moves along nice and quickly. It keeps you from lingering on how dumb some things are. Right. Um, but really, you don't really give a shit about how dumb stuff is in this movie. I really, for the the purposes for which I watch this movie, there's very little working against it. And I can't hold the more insane things that I wanted to happen uh, against it because that's more me than the movie. Mm-hmm. There's not much holding this movie back. It doesn't feel, it's certainly not perfect. Uh-huh. But... I gotta be honest. I'm feeling like an eight, an eight, an eight and a half or a nine. Okay. On this one, I'm really feeling positive on this one. It was really fun to watch, exciting. Like you said, it works on a few different levels. Uh, I'm gonna remember this movie for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel uh, ashamed that that's that might not be a lie. Yeah. But um, there it is. So that's all I have to say. And if you stuck around till the end without watching this movie, do yourself a favor. Ignore all the other ones so far. Yeah. Just watch this. Yeah. Please. This, this shit's a blast. This shit's an absolute blast. I think you're going to like it. If now. you like watching dumb shit, you'll like it. Yeah. If you like movies that are bad and scary movies that are bad. Yeah, if you like making fun of them with a friend. Yeah. This is a great communal watch experience. And it, it, get some it friends just, together, get some get some cold ones, get some nice beers, some whiskeys. Get some cocaine, get, get some, some Xanax. Maybe don't do that. A little no, irresponsible. No, get some cocaine, get some Xanax. Don't, maybe leave out the Xanax. No, start popping pills. Have a, do, do people still do Skittles parties? What was that? It was where people just bring over pills and they dump them in a big bowl. Oh, really? And as you go through the party, you just grab and take pills. I'm sure people big... still do somewhere... This is the perfect oh, Skittle no, this Party movie. Skittle Party has been delayed due to... Oh, no, 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 no. The Halloween yeah. Skittle, Skittle Party. Skittle Fest has been delayed to... Fuck me. March 2059. I think Skittle Parties have just been replaced by music festivals. Yeah. Same purpose. More expensive. Yeah. Anyway, two days from now, we will be jumping from 1989 to the year of our Lord, 1990. <gasps> for the Amityville curse. 1990X. <laughs> X. The Amityville curse? Yeah, the Amityville curse. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Well, we were talking a bit about the curse today, but foreshadowing possibly, perhaps. Yeah. 
Um, um, hopefully even more tangential than this installment. Mm-hmm. Hopefully even more like somebody heard about Amityville. I'm I'm inter- <laughs> I'm really interested to see how progressive the uh break from just using the house is and at what point we will return to the house. Right. You know, cuz you know there's going to be one where the, it's like some teenagers or something and like some horrible digitally filmed uh one from like early 2000. Yeah. Early 2000s. It's going to be interesting. I'm I'm interested. Yeah, there's some I've been looking and some of them are totally unrelated some of them are just set in amityville i feel we're there are a lot of amityville movies and currently there are about four in development Jeez, and it's looking like if you are down we'll have plenty of movies for a second season if you guys like this if i mean if we reach over 20,000 likes <laughs> by midnight. <laughs> yeah, by today midnight we'll make a second season. Just prove to us just give us $900 a month on Patreon and we might make another season of this. <laughs> uh but no, there are there are movies that we won't get around to that we would with the second season. Right. There's uh Amityville Island which is has a shark in it. Uh, there is Amityville The Awakening, I think, that has Bella Thorne in it. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Amityville Exorcism is the one with, like, the worst fucking cover art yeah. for it. Yeah. it. It's another found footage. There's, like, two or three found footage Amityville movies. <laughs> but there, there's a parody called Amityville Vibrator. Is it porn? No, it's it's not porn. Okay, it's just a, it's it's a movie parody. It's a lazy enough title to be just just porn. Yeah, yeah, just bare minimum to get people to fuck in an Amityville themed. And there are a few there are a few <laughs> seat like really late sequels that have their own continuity. Like one company yeah. made one, and then three years later they made another one. But between those three years, a bunch of other people made more Amityville <laughs> movies. So there's like a fuck ton of oh, no man. continuity it's just but that's what we would yeah. be looking at it, it's looking like a second season would be fun and a mm-hmm. little bit shorter than a first right I, I i i don't mean to keep going on but this i feel like we're like taking a look at a little like underbelly of like the horror genre yeah like, it feels like people have just sort of it's like the piece of wood that's on the ground and that a bunch of bugs yeah. are festering in unbeknownst to you. Well, that's kind uh, of what attracted me to this whole thing. Nobody was, talks about this I shit. I was looking into the so Amityville crazy. story, and Google said there were like 17 movies. So I was like, okay, we could do a 17-episode podcast. Turns out there's way more. Mm-hmm. And it go, I was like, I wonder how crazy they get, because it's like one story. Like I said in the first episode, you could make two maybe three movies total out of the like squeeze it squeeze that book out of out of that many stories yeah that many movies i mean and that would be it so i'm just my mind couldn't fill in the gaps of like what the fuck could they have this many movies about right and so everything's going to be a surprise yeah and and that's exciting i'm i'm so i don't know it feels like you know nobody's been paying attention to it and it's just been going ape shit I know. Like inbred hillbillies somewhere that nobody's contacted in a while. 
where it, it feels like I'm like, hey, hey guys, see this another shit? thing. I was like, you who know, the fuck watches these? Yeah. Somebody, somebody is. Yeah. You know, there's some, there's got to be some YouTuber who's like the Amityville fan, <laughs> you know? Uh, I hope so. It's, there's got to be that guy in a fucking fedora or something. I mean, I was kind of trilby. surprised to see that we were the only, po- or that this would have been the first podcast. And Completely is the first, based around. This is the first and only podcast That's based right. around Amityville. We'll now, see. you're going to say that and in between the time recording this, <laughs> time uploading, you're going to find that I've made my own podcast. <gasps> no. That's right. With betra- an even better theme song. Betrayed you. That's right. I licensed music from Elton John. Spent you, $20,000. You took my theme song and did like a better version of yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Elton John, clean this up for me. <laughs> You got an orchestra to perform mm-hmm, my theme song. Mm-hmm, that's right, the London Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> no, and, uh, some of the greatest no. performers in the world took part in this because they just like me so much. <laughs> All right, yeah. so we'll see you two days from now. Uh-huh.